<laughs> hey, Katie, guess what? What? April has five Saturdays in it. Huh. You know what that means? We fucked up. Yeah, we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so. We can't count. Yep, yep. So that means we have to do one more zombie film, and we're, we're cracking this out oh, kind of quick. Oh, darn. <laughs> yeah. So, Lord knows I hate a zombie film. Right? Psych! So, films are fucking great. <laughs> we pulled one from my past that I thought Katie wouldn't really like, but she seems to be... I actually enjoyed it. On the other side of it. Like I said, zombie films, I like. Yeah. There aren't very many I don't like. Yeah. I don't even like Warm Bodies. Everyone's like, this movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that was pretty cool, actually. I liked it. Yeah. Okay. So, sit back and relax and listen to the story of House of the Dead. Hit that music. Disconcerting nod. It's time to listen to the spooky movie squad. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This is episode 208, but just hey, my first year when I did this, I told everybody, hey, close your eyes and go back in time three days <laughs> because I was having a hard time editing episodes. So just close your eyes. Go back. Go back a couple weeks. Hey, it's still zombie month. Look at that. Yay! <laughs> but yes, it is episode 208, and it is chapter 5 in zombie horror. So we sat down, and we watched a interesting film by the director named Yui Bowl. Now, I know there's a handful of people out there that have instinctively groaned and held their stomach. Uh, Katie did not know who Yui Bowl was, and so I educated her a little bit on him. But I'm going to tell a little bit more about this awesome, awesome German man. So, he is known for um, doing video game adaptations for, for movies. Uh, he loves doing horror-type ones. His first one was Alone in the Dark, which is a really, really good game. And... It wasn't good. It was like a commercial failure. And everybody's like, fuck, man. Because that's when we didn't know any better about Yui Bowl. We're like, hell yeah, Alone in the Dark. It had Christian Slater in it. It had all these famous people. And it just fell apart. I'm like, what the fuck? So, after that, he did Alone in the Dark 2. Someone gave him money to do a second one. And then, when that didn't do good, he did Blood Rain. Which is about uh, vampires in, what, 18th century at first. And then... She's fighting uh, vampire Nazis and stuff. It's really cool. He did that. That movie had Michael Madsen, Billy Zane in it. Meatloaf was in the first motherfucker. He gets all these famous people to be in these movies. And then he did three Blood Rain movies after that. People keep giving him money. In the Name of the King, that had our boy Jason Statham in it. And then fucking Gimli was in that bitch. And I so, mean, that makes sense. The poster looks like Lord yeah, of the Yeah, it was like a Lord of the Rings-ish movie. Then he did a second one. Actually, he did three of them. Of course. So you gotta do three Lord yeah. of the Rings. You can't just have one. Yeah. Then he did Postal, which is a very satire-filled video game. Like, uh, uh, Different Strokes. What's his name? Gary Coleman? 
Yes, in the game he was in it, and so I believe he was in Postal. I don't think he was gone by 2007. And then he did Far Cry. Hey, you know that series with uh, Giancarlo Esposito in it? Yeah, he made a movie in that world. It wasn't good. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, he, he's he's really good at, well, what he says that makes it easy for him to make these movies and get the money for it is that in Germany, they have, um, like, these financial kickbacks to make movies, and so he gets, like, half of the money back. So he's, it's cheap for him to do it, and so that's why people keep giving him shots, because, you know, he's stationed in Germany, and they're like, oh, this movie's gonna be cheap as fuck to make, so all it's gotta do is just make, you know, $10 million, we can do that. It makes, like, five, you're like, god damn. So, he... He poops himself a lot in these movies. Uh, I told Katie that Uwe Boll, uh, he loves to fight. And he is a UFC aficionado, really good at fighting. So he tells people, if you got something to say, take it to the ring. I will fight you. And people are like, shit, okay. And then he beats the fuck out of them. So <laughs> uh, he knows he makes poop movies. But, you know, he's made more movies than me. So, you know. And that's what he tells people. is like, hey, I get to live my dream out. So, you know, whatever. Yui Bowl was actually linked to being a potential director for the Metal Gear series. So, you know, that series that I absolutely love and I would cry that if they fucked it up. Yeah, apparently they were like, yeah, let's give it to Yui Bowl. I'm like, why? Why would you do that? And then Hideo Kojima, the creator, was like, no, that's not happening. That, that's not happening. <laughs> He tried to make the Warcraft movie, and then everybody was like, no, go away. <laughs> so he is really down to do video game you know, movies because he wants to, he knows it's real big. Video game movies, it's hard to make a good one. We've had a lot of poop ones. I'm trying to remember what a good video game movie was that we've gotten. Sonic. Sonic. I, they, I know there's at least one more. In the back of my head, I can't... Sonic 2. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Judge Dredd was a game, but it was a comic first. Uh, fuck. There's another video game movie that we've watched. I'm like, that was I mean, pretty good. Ninja Turtles, the newer yes. one with... But that was a comic first, technically. I get That's what I'm saying. Yeah, See, yeah you're right. So many adaptations and versions of things. I'm like, yeah, that, that was a video Everything, game. But it was a show first, and then it became a... Yeah. Yeah. But That's fair. Sonic is probably the best one. Pokemon. Hey. Bit card game first, and then a video game. Yeah, it's a manga too, but I think the manga was it, a little bit after. It was a video game before it was any of those. Yeah. It was card game first, then video game. Or maybe video game first, then card game. Something like that. I think it all kind of appeared around the same time, because yeah. they knew but they po- had a... But the Pokemon movie, uh, Detective Pikachu, was... Oh, man. That, that was, was just straight was fire. Straight banger, man. Fuck, they need to make another one, even though that'd be impossible. But fuck it, they can make it up. They can make some reason up. That movie was fire. So with Yui Bull, his second film, after Alone in the Dark, and actually, I don't know if he made the sequel afterward or not, he worked on House of the Dead. And I was telling Katie, when I'd go to an arcade, when I was a wee little Otis, when I wasn't playing the uh, Speed Racer game, or playing Marvel vs. Capcom, or DDR, I was probably playing House of the Dead. Or Carnival. Or Area 51. <laughs> I was Team Area 51. 
Yeah. That's I pretty much only played House of the Dead when Area 51 was broken or yeah. full. Every every um, arcade we had the Area 51 guns was shitty. And they Well, it's yeah. like every every arcade when we were growing up had the three different games. So they had Area 51 and House of the Dead and the other one that Time Crisis. Time Crisis. Oh, that's my And shit. they were always all taken up. They're very popular games. Oh, yeah. Uh, not so much anymore, but very popular when we were kids. And you'd have to just, like, hope that you got there at the right time to play the your preferred game. Otherwise, you just go to whichever one opens up first because they're all... It's all the same. Like, you shoot off screen to reload and you come back and you shoot at things. Like yeah. <laughs> barrels and guns and aliens and zombies and, like, yeah. all sorts of things. Just unlimited bullets and you're just fighting for your life. You can't dodge off the screen. You just have to shoot things as before they get to you. Yeah, and hope you have enough quarters to live. Yeah, man. Those games, <laughs> they were such a money drain. <laughs> they really were because they knew kids couldn't shoot for shit. Yeah, and I had an all-raid aim as a kid, but it's so much harder when you're playing by yourself. If you have a second person, they can cover that side. Yeah, you need a because second person. Because if you're playing by yourself... The whole screen is your body. And yeah. so shit far to the right will still hit you. So you got to have a partner. And Jasmine was all right. But, like, Steve, it, I you mean, know, we'd go to arcade Sam at weird Sam got times. good, eventually. Yeah. Like, now, you know, I'd, I'd be like, I'm good on the right side. You know, have you or Steve. Somebody would do it, and I'd be all right. Oh, yeah, we'd be all right. But, yeah, growing up, I didn't have that second person. I'm like, damn, I don't have the money. <laughs> I'm not financially stable. Not financially stable to beat this game. <laughs> to beat this game. But the House of the Dead franchise, I believe there are seven games. That's too I know many they, games. They did a remake recently. That's and then too many games. Everyone's excited. They have the uh, the Mavis Beacon, like the typing one, the typing of the dead. And so every bullet you, you every word you type correctly will kill a, a zombie on the screen. And so the further oh, into cool. it, it I'm just... killing a lot of zombies. Crazy sentences. And so uh, this, this franchise has been around for a very long time. Uh, it was created in 96 by Sega... So, I guess this was a failure on Sega's part, this movie. <laughs> Disagree. Well, financially, I mean, financially. Yes. Okay, but everything was a financial failure for Sega. Oh, yeah, you're right. Until literally the Sonic movie came out two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing Sega has done has been like, oh, yeah, let's shoot for the moon and get hella money. The last time they made just an ass ton of money was when they crossed over with Mario and did the Sonic Mario sports games on the Wii. Oh, yeah, those make good money. Yeah, because everybody likes Sonic. As yeah. clearly, yeah. <laughs> Sonic's the only good fucking su- uh, video game movie. Yeah. But the House of Dead franchise, it's about s- special agents. There's usually two of them because, you know, it's a two player game. And they are teaming up to take on hordes of biologically engineered undead. It tur- it's like mutants after a while, but they all have green blood. They'll bite you and you die and stuff. But you're just taking on swarms, hordes of zombie, mutant, monsters. They all have, like, tarot names. It's like, oh, this bad guy, this boss is called the Tower. It's all tarot cards and stuff. And, yeah, it's all it is. And every game, it's like, oh, Agent Katie and Agent Otis were in the first game. But then Agent Otis disappeared. And Katie and her new partner, Agent Bella, go searching for Otis. And then the third game is like... Uh, Agent Bella's son, Franklin, is teaming up with Agent Katie. <laughs> I mean, that's every fucking n- name a movie or a show or anything, a vehicle with two yeah. two cops 
doing anything. <laughs> By the end of the first series, one of them cops is dead or yeah. about to retire. And then the next one is like their kid. And the next one's like a cousin who knew the guy who was like, like ex-fiance, some bullshit. Like they, they find a way to throw it in, but they're all related to the main thing. Oh, it's yeah. always all related. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the game started in 1996. And in 2003, Sega, team up with Yui Bowl, came up with this movie. And technically, it is a prequel before the video games. And so I guess they had this really cool idea that that movie was going to flow into the games. And then they were going to have this whole situation. I mean, good ideas, you know. You know, you always want to aim for the stars, but... Yeah, this movie wasn't that good. But, Katie, what did you think about House of the Dead? I really liked this film. Like I said, I was an Area 51 kid, so I wasn't as attached to the storyline of the, like, the video game House of the Dead. I remember, you know, it takes place in a house. There's zombies coming out, and you're fighting them. Um, knowing that this was meant to be a prequel makes it even better because the plotline of this movie doesn't really take place in a big house. Um, though there is a kind of cabin house thing involved. I really like what they did with it. And I really, really, really liked how they tied in the different game things into it. Like oh. they did a lot of these like spinny camera like shots which were really cool because they did, used to do that in video games all the time like a person would jump up and it would be that like matrix like let me do a full 360 camera swoop yeah. around you so you could see every angle that they're doing um they did a bunch of those in this film it was really cool and they really took on that whole genre really of shooter games um in a scene in this film where they're tr running down like a tunnel and shit is just, like, popping out from either side. Like, that is 100% these fucking shooter games yeah. from when we were kids. And I loved it. I really liked it. Like, the acting of this movie was not good. Um, but aside from that, like, as a, as a video game film, I think it was actually really well done, considering this was done by, like, you know, shit-ass company for shit-ass money. Like, they did a really good job. <laughs> I... So it's weird. I was talking to Katie about this earlier. When the movie came out, I remember seeing the previews and stuff. And I was in high school when it came out. So obviously, we, you know, we bought tickets for I don't know, cars and then went into this. Cause, you know. But I played these games. And I was like, fuck yeah. House of the Dead movie? Turn up. Let's go, man. It's going to be great. It's going to be all these weird mutant zombies and shooting and stuff like what I mean, else what else could you want I mean, and it was that yeah and it's like there's gonna be some boobs because you know it's rated r let, let's fucking go and there was also that in watching it it wasn't the idea in my head and so even with young me when i had preconceptions ideas of how things are supposed to go young me wasn't ready to accept that things can be different young you is a lot like most Current old yeah. Star Wars fans. Yeah. Like, when <laughs> the Judge Dredd movie came out, the good one. Oh. You know, it. it there's Dredd, no. Right? Yeah, Dredd. There's no story that's completely like that. There's moments, but, you know, I'm not going to be like, well, oh, the fifth volume, technically, he would be 70. Why is he young in this one? 
You know, I'm not going to get grumpy about it. I'm like, that was... Because Carl Urban is perfection. Yeah. Oh, God. I wish he would do it again. <laughs> you know, there are some comic movies that I was grumpy about, like Dark Knight Returns when he was fighting Bane. That was real stupid. Y'all heard me talking to a cup and talk like Bane. I hate that movie. <laughs> but... I've, it makes no sense. I've learned to accept that I'm not going to get the full idea of things. Just like with Marvel movies now, you know, it, like a Moon Knight, you know, I'm not going to get the stories that I'm like, oh, I remember reading this one a Moon Knight. It's going to be fucking good. I know it's got to be a little bit different because they're not making it for me. They're making it for the people that don't know anything about it. So the, that movie wasn't for me because they knew I'd go because I like horror and zombies and boobs. They want to get the people that are like, oh, is this a zombie movie? Yeah, let's go see it. And then, you know, the video game zombie star wipes go by, and they're like, oh, it's a game? Oh, okay. You know, that's that's who they're trying to grab. So the movie wasn't really for me, and I, I don't hate it, <laughs> but I like crappy movies. This is a crappy movie. Like Katie said, the acting is not good. Uh, a lot of people... They weren't good at emoting sadness. This dude, his girl... Emotions at all. Yeah, his girlfriend gets murdered in front of him, and he's like... Aw. Uh, my name, my name's... My name's Greg. I'm like, dude, your girlfriend just got blown away. Like, you should be some type of sad. The first time the black girl speaks... Oh, yeah. When she was, they like, wait. Scared. They wait a long-ass time. Okay? Like, we're... Straight up, like, half an hour into this film before she gets a single word in. And then she talks, and it's just like, have you never been in front of a camera before? Have you never held a human conversation because this is not what you're supposed to sound like? Yeah. It's it's tough for people She's to emote. She's, like, very scared and yeah, robotic. Fear. Yeah. Fear and sadness is really hard to emote for a lot well, of like actors. She, I felt like she was scared... To be in front of the camera. Oh, definitely. Like, I mean, to act I know, like she was... But... I, I think that's... It was, like, stage fright. But it wasn't coming across as, like, the fright that she was supposed to be feeling because of the zombies. It was just like, oh, yeah, she's scared in front of the camera and it's really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say this movie is better with people. Like, I sat down with Katie and we watched and I was just listening to Katie like, oh, why would you do that? What the fuck? And I was like, it's, it's great. You know, she had questions, and I was like, I can't explain that. I don't know why they did that, but, you know, if I could answer something, I would answer it, but probably by yourself, you're probably going to be mad. <laughs> if you go into the movie watching by yourself, you might be a little mad. I think you'd be mad if you're a hardcore House of the Dead video game fan. Oh, absolutely. If you don't really care either way about the video game, I think you'll really, you'll enjoy this film. Oh, yeah. At least if you like zombie films. Yeah, it's, it's it's not that much of a slog. We've watched movies that are a slog. You know, fucking Dracula 2000. We've seen some rubber. that are like... <laughs> I liked rubber. But, yes. Which doesn't make any sense. That is a slog. How can you? <laughs> so, I have a couple of fun facts that I found for this movie. So, the reviews were so bad that Danish cinemas refused to buy this movie. They were like, what? This movie sucked? Oh, it's really bad? Shit, we ain't paying for that. Well, I mean, that's fair. You talked about going and seeing this film in high school. I'm, like, 99% sure this movie did not play in my town. Oh, probably. Like, I don't think that it was big enough. I had a big enough, like, what do they call it? Distribution? Oh, yeah. To play in my town. Oh, yeah. We Because oh, we only got, like, really big films. We didn't get, like, smaller. No, like, yeah. Because we were a smaller the town. Things. Yeah. Smaller city. 
So yeah, we got some crazy films. I'm like, man, this well, yeah, you're in like ooh. a metro area. Yeah. So uh, like what Katie was saying about the 360 shots, like matrixy shots. So this is the last film to use that turntable technique. And so what they do, they'll set you up for a scene and you do the movement and they have this camera just like shoot a billion pictures and revolve around you. And then they strip it all together and it looks fluid and they can slow it down or freeze it up. It's a really awesome technique, but it is the the odds of someone getting hurt because this camera was like not just a full circle it was like going in real close on them sometimes and stuff the rig the rig for this specific type of camera is weird i think if they redid it reimagined that camera now i think it could be has the potential to be a lot better oh yeah but everybody now they just use cg they don't there's no need to use a camera just shooting a billion pictures now they just they just film it from 20 different angles all at the same time yeah that's like oh yeah we'll just have drones like in a circle around yeah. you, it's fine. Yeah, we, we can get that get that going anyway. Yeah, that's too All much. The bad work. guys stand around you with GoPros on their chest. Hey, look, we got that same shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thirty two clips from the original game pop up, and they use it at first in the beginning of the, the movie. They use it to be like I say, star wipe all the time. That's how you change to another scene. They'll use that to make a new scene pop up. And in the like, beginning hey. of the film, in the credits of the film, it starts and it has like some flashes of the video game. Yeah. But the way that they did it at the very beginning is like it's weird and scrambled and it didn't fit. Like it did not make sense in my head that it was from this specific video game. It took a long time. Yeah. It took until they started getting like really into the nitty gritty like shooting of the zombies or it being attacked by the zombies for it to like click in my head. Oh, that's the fucking point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that's all the facts. The Sega logo pops up at the rave, the super sweet rave. And I was like, oh, I forgot. This rave in the woods on this abandoned island brought to you by Sega. Yeah. <laughs> they should have had somebody in a Sonic suit out there just, just fucking high. Yeah. Just... High off his ass twerking uh, on somebody. Yeah. Showing boobs. <laughs> Sanic. It's not yes. even Sonic. Oh, it's Jesus. Sanic. Shitty, <laughs> shitty old Sanic. Shaking its ass. Fuck. Yeah, shaking its ass out there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, so the big difference between this and the video game is this one takes place on a fictional island. What, Isla Del, Del Muerte? It, sure. It's Island of the Dead. Island of the Dead. Yeah. Isla Del Muerte? Yeah, I think that's what they said. And survivors. It's not just two people. There's like six kids at one point, and one old guy. There was a, a lot. There was a lot. Yeah, and they're fighting off zombies, and then they dwindle down. Yeah, a <laughs> uh, whole lot of bullets and explosions and fighting. And mm-hmm. this one, uh, these people aren't afraid. I mean, they are afraid, but they are down to fight. So that's the big I mean, you difference. Gotta be. Yeah, I mean, I ain't gonna sit there and just look stupid. I'm like, fuck this. We gotta <laughs> fighting for my life out here. So, actor-wise, there are a couple of famous people. The main character, I guess, later on he pops up, but it's Jonathan Cherry, and I remember him from Final Destination 2. He was the stoner that survived the freeway accident, and that's what I remember him from. He was probably in other things. Clint Howard. So, he is a ongoing character in any Adam Sandler film. Yeah, he's one of Adam Sandler's BFFs. Yeah. 
I didn't realize he was the younger brother of Ron Howard. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I'm like, that means he's also the uncle to uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. And then I, I'm going to fuck his name up. Jürgen Prochnow. Uh, he's a German. He's always some stern German person in movies. I've seen him in millions of things. And he's fucking awesome. And so they got him to be in this movie to be a stern German boat captain. Captain Kirk. <laughs> and that guy doesn't even look the same. That's crazy. Yeah, it's he, well, I mean, he had that hat on the whole time. It was yeah, 20 years you're ago. Right, you're right about that, too. <laughs> well, he was on that. He had that hat on the whole time, so. But no, this movie's got some famous people. Like I said, Yui Bowl Films, he, he's able to scoop up a few famous people, and then they don't understand what they're getting involved in. And then later, they're like, oh, that was a lot. <laughs> but it, he already got him at that point. Gotcha, bitch. So he's already trapped him. So the first group of kids, they are looking to find a boat so they get them to the island off of Seattle, apparently. Isla del Morte. Mor- Isla. Morte. Isla? There's an S, but it's Isla. Isla. Isla del Morte. Morte. Yes. Sorry. The island of <laughs> death. And so uh, it is Simon, the douchebag. Greg ain't that much better, honestly. And it, all douchebags. Alicia... Karma. Her name's Karma, the black girl. I know. I was already mad at that. Like, the second they said her name, I was like, you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And then Greg's girlfriend, Cynthia. So, uh, yeah. Bimbo-y girl, Cynthia, shows her boobs, like, eight minutes in. Another girl shows her boobs when she's skinny yes, dipping. Yes, five sorority slash frat boys show up trying to get on a ride because they missed the boat that was taking them to the island. For the super sweet Sega rave. And so they're like, fuck, we're late. And so they talk to Captain Kirk and they're like, hey man, (laughs) can you get us a ride to that crazy island over there? And he's like, you know, his first mate's like, no, man. Never. I'm never going to that island. Like, bro, you you know what that island's all about? And he's like, shut up. He's going to give us a thousand bucks, man. He's like, fuck, I'm scared. And so they finally work out a deal. And Greg, no, not Simon. Simon has a douchebag. Simon's like, hey, I'll give you 500 now. 500 when you come pick us up tomorrow morning when we're full of the Molly and the Percocets. And he's like, deal. And then... Molly Percocet. Percocet. Molly, Molly Percocet. Percocet. Mask off, mask off. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> the cops are trying to stop Captain Kirk because he's kind of involved in a little bit of smuggling. Mm. He, he's that lovable kind he's of... He's an arms dealer. Yeah, he's that smuggler. lovable rogue that likes to do bad stuff. But he's a good guy. I mean, yeah, he is kind of like the Han Solo of this, yeah. the whole operation. <laughs> you got anything illegal on that boat there, Kirk? Mm, yeah. We, nah. We should skedaddle. Nah. Um, I gotta go to this rave. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so, the cops are chasing Captain Kirk down. And the at a distance, they're yeah. following him from a distance. Yeah, they want to see where he stops, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna find his shit." So uh, the cop, her name is Casper, her last name's Casper, and she gets dropped off on the other side of the island. She's like, "I'm gonna sneak from this side over to where they landed, and we're gonna we're gonna find him." So that's doing the most work. It, it's a lot of work. It's a big yeah. island. So the crew they get to the island, and Kirk is like, "Yeah, we'll stay out a little further because we don't really want to be on land here." But we got some stuff we need to, like, hide because the cops are really close. So uh, y'all go get your Molly and Percocets and we'll be over here. We'll see you in the morning. Bye. Yeah. 
So the crew, they make it to the rave site and it looks fucked up. And Alicia is the only one with any type of common sense. She's like, this place don't look right. Do y'all not? No one's here. A rave is never quiet. And they're like, oh, maybe they're somewhere else. I'm like, why would they leave everything? Why is everything busted up right now and shit's ripped up? Like, yeah, oh. and the two dudes just immediately start pounding beers. Yeah. They find the keg and they make a joke about the keg and start drinking. I'm like, this whole place is wrecked. There's no music. Every Like, there's blood on the ground. Y- y'all not concerned? Yeah, it was the damnedest thing. If I go to a party and it's dead quiet and shit's busted up, I'm like, oh, stuff went down. I don't want to be here. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. we should go. But, mm-hmm. like I said, it's kids that want to party, so they ignore a lot of things. So, uh, a crew of them go off, and Greg and Cynthia stay. And then they are about to get to the, what, humpity-bumpity? Is that what he, yeah, what he called Yeah, something it? like that. Yeah. yeah. They're about to do it, and Greg has to go pee. So he tells Cynthia, hey, I'll be right back. I gotta go pee, and then we're gonna do get some sex going. Yeah, never mind my giant boner that I should already have, apparently. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah, that pee's not going anywhere. But... While he is peeing, oh no, zombies, and they straight jump Cynthia, and so she is gone, and what they do, they don't show anything at first, it just, you see screams, and then the screen just kind of zooms in on a zombie mouth, like, kind of like Land of the Lost, like the ending of the theme song, it's like, Land of the Lost, and it's like the the T-Rex, like, and it just eats the, the camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the other crew, they make it to a fucked up house. And they walk in, they're like, well, the lights are on. And like, that's a creepy ass, like, killer house, Alicia. She's like, well, the lights are on. Let's go in. They go in and then, holy crap, Alicia's ex-boyfriend, Rudy, Rudy, Liberty, my girl, Liberty, and Hugh. Uh, There's always a slutty dude that's taking pictures of people's boobs and butts. Oh, okay. He's always the same character and he's always a stoner. Yeah. And a loner. He's all by himself, he's not getting any love from the ladies, and he's being a fucking perv with a video camera while also high. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. That isn't ever like that is just the trope in yeah. fucking scary movies, like Yeah. So Rudy, like I said, that's Alicia's ex boyfriend, and they don't really explain what happened. I I assume it that just didn't work out. One of them didn't Oh, he said something about, like, because um, he was, what, pre-med, and she did fencing. Oh, he wanted to take time to take a break because school was getting too intense for him. Yes. Which is understandable, pre-med. Like, yeah, and then she did fencing, and he didn't understand it. Maybe that'll come back to save them later. <laughs> it's a weird yeah. thing to be like, I don't get it. I don't get sword fighting. That's so stupid. It was so dumb. When he fucking said fencing, I was like, what the fuck does that have to do with shit? Yeah. Vincent, that's such a weird thing. So, Rudy explains that, well, the party was going good. You know, titties were all out and about. And Santa came out. And he was giving everybody Percocets. And then these weird people came into the party. And they started biting folks and ripping people apart. Watch this video replay from from the high guy. (laughs) Just, let's fast forward through these 20 minutes of just titties that I filmed. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I saw 23 titties. And then, oh, zombies. 23. Yeah, 23. (laughs) Not a full set. Yeah, he saw two man boobies that weren't that good, but put them together, it's one good girl titty. So, they're like, those are zombies, and we need to get the fuck out of here. Alicia's like, hey, well, our boat is still here. And it's like, well, right on. Let's get to the boat. And Alicia's like, no, our friends are at the rave party. 
I don't really believe you right now. I think this is like a trick or something. Like, bitch, why are we making it a joke a about stunt. this? It's part of the yeah, part of the rave. It's part of the thing. What type of rave you go to where people bite other people? Well, mm. uh, right fest. Yeah. What type of rave <laughs> do you go to where people get killed? Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I, right I, fest. I, the I, collector, like. Okay. We could just name start naming yeah. movies where shit like this happens. Okay. It's okay. It's a little possible then. It's a little possible. So. The group, they leave the house and they meet up with Casper. That was her name. Yeah, Casper. So they meet up and they're heading back to the rave site. And they meet up with Casper at the rave site. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. It's just so many yeah, yeah, yeah. scenes with woods and lot. people pop out. So they so they get to the back to the rave site and they find Greg. He's in the porta potty. Greg. He's in a porta potty. His shit got knocked over, and he w- fell on the door side. So the boys had to like tip it over so he could get out. So now he's a dick, and he's drunk, and he's covering his shit. Yeah, covering fuck Greg, and puke because he was seasick. Oh all yeah, <laughs> Jesus, he went through it, and then he did. Oh my gosh, Cynthia's back. She's not dead. Oh, she's a zombie. She is dead. And, and Casper pops out the bushes and just shoots that chick off her feet, and she flies away. I, I did like that death because it was very reminiscent of a lot of zombie games. Yeah. Or video oh, yeah. games. You, you would always like shoot something away. and it would just like fucking fly 10 feet behind it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then she double taps Cynthia's head. And they're like, what the fuck's happening? Like, this shit is real. I told you, Alicia. <laughs> there yeah. are zombies out here. And they're like, okay, we really need to get to the boat. So while they're on their way to the boat, Captain Kirk is just chilling, smoking a cigar. And the zombies, I, I don't know, see light hear him and they're like let's kill that old guy and then he proceeds to kill like 30 zombies by himself himself. smoking a cigar so he's fine he's he's good they get to the boat and they're like hey the boat's still here and uh simon proceeds to swim to the boat and then oh no it's chock full of zombies kirk said fuck this and left the boat at some point (laughs) so simon's swimming liberty my girl liberty she is Dressed in red, red, white, and blue onesie. She's Asian. And she's just awesome. So uh, I loved her when I watched it the first time. I still love her now. But she goes in the water to save Simon. Because apparently they're friends now after five minutes of meeting. And it's a big shootout. Everybody that's got a gun is shooting. And they're actually really good shots. And Kirk saves a lot of people. And he gets bit on his arm. So he's like, ah, damn it. Simon's beating up a dead zombie. And turns the zombie over, and then the zombie just throws up in his face, and their spit is acid, apparently. Mm-hmm. And so the side of his face is burnt up. And, yeah, everything's falling apart. Casper, the cop, and Greg, the throw-up shitty guy, they leave to go find the cop boat. And they're like, we'll be back with the boat. Just stay here, guys. That doesn't work because zombies just pop out, and they have to kind of run off a little bit. So, Casper and Greg... They get split up, and Greg is running for his life out there. And Casper, she fights a lot of zombies, and then she makes it back to the group. So they... Greg dies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so Kirk talks about the history of the island, and there was this uh, Catholic priest, this Spanish guy, uh, Castillo Sermano, and he was doing all these evil experiments that's what you do when you're a bad guy in a zombie film well when you're a pre a religious deep person uh, yeah this is very this, there was a lot of tropes like that they all threw together right here yeah. and i actually really liked the idea that he was a priest yeah who was like 
meddling in shit he shouldn't be, like trying to become, you know, immortal or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like, I really like stories like that because that's some real shit that people. Oh yeah, in the absolutely. Church, back for in sure the day, tried to do back in the day. Know, probably now too. It's... I really, and I really like this scene. They went all out with the like. Oh, it's like back in the day. It's old timey. They had like an old timey ship that they yeah. used. They had the riggings and stuff of an old timey like sailing ship. Um, and then they did like a sepia thing oh, all yeah, over it. it and the costuming the right there was really cool. I don't know. I really like that part where it, it was, was a good like, situation right there. Here's yeah. the story about the this crazy dude. Yeah. So Castillo, he killed everybody on the boat because they were taking him to kill his ass because he was a bad person. And he makes it to the island that they're on, enslaves the natives there, and kills anybody that gets close to the island. Because he don't want anybody to know what he's doing. So he's like, you quit it. Get the hell out of here. And they find out later that he actually made an uh, immortality serum. Because that's what he was working on. To stay alive. And he can work on his experiments and stuff. Which leads to all the weird zombie people. So, Kirk, he leads the group... It's one of his drop boxes that he was hiding, and it's full of guns and weapons. And he's like, load up, kids. And cigars. Yeah. (laughs) We got to fight some zombies. And everyone grabs like 15 guns each, machetes, axes, and then we have cool like load ups, you know, scene. They got rap music going. And then they proceed to head to the house. And there are at least 100 zombies in that courtyard. And everyone's got slow-mo moments, and they're fighting and stuff. It's pretty sweet looking. It's a cool battle. Yeah. Unfortunately, Liberty, she runs out of bullets. She's out there ninja kicking all the zombies, and she gets swarmed. And I'm like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> she was my favorite, and she goes down. You know what I thought was really interesting is that there's this, like, really horrible just explanation as to why his ex-girlfriend is good at sword fighting because mm-hmm. of the, like, fencing thing. But there was never a single word spoken as to why Liberty and Karma both had kicks for fucking days. Yeah. Like, they were kung fu masters, basically, in this fucking film. And no one said a damn word. They, they weren't some like, oh, yeah, they had a background in jujitsu or the Taibo or whatever the fuck. There yeah. was no nothing. Yeah. Oh, no yeah. talks. They were just fucking whomping people with their fucking high kicks. Yeah. Oh, one of my classes, it was taekwondo class. You know, I just I did it for a couple of semesters. You know, I could do kicks. Yeah, no, yeah. none of that. Yeah, no, they, they sure just were. whooped ass. Yeah, Liberty was out there going for it, so it was so great. So Karma with her fucking big ass shoes on. <laughs> she had those like 1996 two inch high Skechers. Oh yeah. With the thick ass sole, she was whomping folks with those big ass boots. Yeah. So unfortunately, Liberty she gets swarmed, and I'm like, oh. And then Casper is blocking, Liberty, doing. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. She is dead. Uh, she's running interference for Rudy because he's trying to find a way into the house because the house is locked and everybody's at the front door doing a fucking just holdout and shooting all their bullets and using all their knives. So Rudy slips into the house from a window and he grabs Casper's arms like, come on in. And then the zombies grab her bottom half and just cut it off. And so he gets her into the house, but it's only the top half and she dies. And so he opens the door. Everybody gets in. Kirk. His legs get kind of chewed up because he's the only one like a, with any type of ability to fight at that point at the door. And so they get everybody in and Kirk's fucked up and they leave him on the table. And he's like, I'm just going to chill here for a little bit. And I'm like, okay. So they do a little bit of searching. Kirk hears his first mate 
whistling outside. He's like, hey, I didn't know where you went, buddy. And he's a zombie. And he's like, oh, man. And he shoots him in the head. And then he gets real depressed. And he takes a stick of dynamite. And he's like, he's like hey, man, Kirk, come inside, man. You're going to die out there. He's like, I'm already dead. And I was like, oh, he missed his buddy. And he blows himself up. Unfortunately, he blows open the door and part of the wall and the zombies start running in. At this point in the movie, it's like a typical zombie film. Anytime you need to buy time for somebody, hey guys, just, sacrifice. just I'll go without me. I'll hold them off. I'm like, well, yeah. we ain't gonna see you again. <laughs> yeah. Well, this started at the, in the courtyard immediately. Liberty was the first. Yeah. She was the sacrificial, the first sacrificial pawn. Unfortunately. And so they find a hatch in the floor and they, uh, they're like, well, we can go underground and we can find a way out of here. It's better than staying up here. And as they're leaving, oh no, the zombies are trying to get through this door. Simon holds the door off and then he gets like an arm around his neck. He's like, well, I can't get away. They're going to get in if I get off this door. He's like, just go without me. I'm going to blow up these gunpowder stores. And he does. And the whole building goes up. He's like, right on. And so they are down in the, it's like a mine shaft. We forgot the part of where they're looking around the house and they find the lab. Oh, yeah. They find the lab where the evil priest has been working, doing his experiments. And they find, they see this vat of blood and there's like this zombie face in it. And they shoot it. It's in like the, a little fish. Yeah. Almost. And when the blood touches a dead body, they instantly wake up and they're just animated. So he's got the serum ready and it's like yeah use this blood put it on a dead body or someone dying they're good as new i'm yeah. like damn that's fucking cool <laughs> so in the tunnels they do a nod to the games and zombies are popping out around corners and getting shot and stuff and i was like yeah that is like the game mm-hmm. there's a scene in doom which we should review at some point it's got the rock in it and carl urban mm. and it's based on um my interest is peaked. I don't care what it's based on. Well, I'll watch it. Yeah. Well, these scientists, they find a way to use portals. It's fine. The Rock and Carl Urban, you had me. Well, I just want to tell you now. Uh, <laughs> they find a way to use portal travel, and then they discover the portal is a connection to hell. Sounds right. And it's stuck open, so they're like, we gotta shut this down. Like, fucking demonic demons are coming up. Sounds right. And so, the crew has to stop it. And that's what the games are about. Just one dude fighting his way through hell to close the portal so um they are going that way and unfortunately karma she gets swarmed by the zombies and she's like just go i thought i was hoping she'd have like a grenade on her or something but that didn't happen and i was sad so they're making their way out of the tunnels and hey hey it's greg i thought you were dead greg where'd you get that sweet ass cloak and that sword whatever okay and he's like hey come this way i'm not gonna use my voice i'm just gonna point and tell you to come here and they follow him, which is awesome. Oh no, it's the bad priest. He used Greg's skin and put it on his face. <laughs> and he tells Alicia and Rudy, hey, I likes your skin. Yeah, y'all ain't leaving. I'm going to use your skin because it's real nice. <laughs> it's so young and supple. Right. Mmm, <laughs> so, like chicken. Right, so Alicia and Rudy, they get away and they blow up the tunnels in the process. And so all the zombies are dead, hopefully. And... Oh no, the evil priest, he made it out. And he, boy is he pissed. And he's got a sword in his hand. Fortunately for them, Alicia knows how to fight with a sword. And so they have themselves a sweet ass sword fight. Thanks, fencing. Right? 
Rudy tries. He has an axe, and he's trying his best in the fight, but he gets knocked out. And Alicia, she gets some good hits on the priest, but then she gets stabbed right in her breastbone, like right in the middle of her body. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, I'm fucked up. While the dude is like, I don't know, about the monologue, Rudy runs up and cuts his head off. Hooray, the fight's, oh no, his body's still moving. His body's still animated. <laughs> and starts choking the shit out of Rudy. Because he's immortal. Yeah. Oh no, what's going to happen? Hey, Alicia's going to step on his fucking head and smush it. Hooray. And so we get the ending credits. And so they're safe. And then we discover with the voiceovers that our boy Rudy, his full name is Rudolph Curian. So if you know anything about House of the Dead lore, Mr. Curian, Dr. Curian, in the first game, he was the person that caused all these issues. And the agents had to come into this giant mansion with laboratory in it and fight off the zombies. So they're saying that Rudolph, this kid, in a couple of years, he's going to try to work with this blood, this immortality serum, and it's going to get out of hand. And then he's going to turn into the bad guy in the later games. Probably just save his girlfriend. Yeah. So he gives the serum to his girlfriend because he don't want her to die. And he's like, damn, the things you do for love. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, he's going to be the bad guy later. And I was like, that's pretty cool, I guess. And then... That that's it. They head back into the city. A helicopter shows up to save them. Yeah. And yeah. so they're like, well, I guess they're heading back to the city and cause zombie madness there. So I was like, What okay. happened here? Is your girlfriend alright? Does she look alright? Yeah, yeah. Let's she, fucking go. Yeah, she good. Thanks for the help, you dickheads. You got here, right. you know? Just like Peacemaker. Thanks for getting here late, pieces of shit. It's all over. <laughs> so, uh, Katie, who was your favorite character in House of the Dead? Kirk. Yeah. The captain. Um, he was, I don't know, slimy, but not super slimy. He wasn't like frat boy slimy. He was just like, yeah, I do some shady illegal shit, but like, yeah, I'll drive you across this lake. Yeah, he's, for... a, he's a lovable scamp. I'll dri- yeah, 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 yeah. Very Han Solo-y. Like yeah. Han Solo vibes. Down to do bad stuff, but he'll help you out if yeah. you're in trouble. Yeah, he, he, was, he was a good guy at heart, but definitely into some shady shit. And I liked him throughout this whole thing. He was like, nah, fuck it, I'll do it for a grand. And then once they got to the island and into the chaos, he was like, oh, well, is it's a great thing that I got all these fucking boxes full of guns and weapons. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, good thing I've been smuggling guns on this island for a while. <laughs> yeah, good thing this is my fucking storage locker. Right. Like, how? What a choice. Right, we'd have been Primo talking. situation. Right. I wrote down Liberty and Kirk. Um, yeah, Liberty, she was awesome. They didn't explain anything about her past. She was just out there kicking zombies and stabbing them and just fighting for her life. And I guess she was kind of with Rudy. There was a point where she was like, Rudy, and when she was getting like chewed mm. up. I, I assume they well, were just really good he was friends. Right. I think he was because he was right there. Yeah. And they, I think they became friends in the Probably aftermath, at the, at the, the aftermath oh, yeah. of the attack at the rave. Because like, she was up dancing as yeah. like, at the rave and he was just like down chilling. And then like the shit at the rave happened and they were one of three people. The two of them. Oh, that's true. They were true. two of the three people who survived the whole attack. So. Yeah. Friendship makes struggle like. Yeah. Struggle makes friendships. Yeah. yeah. Real good. 
So, Katie, who's your least favorite character? Uh, my least favorite character was Greg. Yeah, it was Poop. He was garbage the whole time. Like, I'm not going to fault anybody for motion sickness. Like, you can't control that. Yeah. Um, But it was just how gross he was. Like, you know, seasickness aside, he was just, like, really, like, oh, cool, now we're at the party, let's get fucked up, like, immediate, like, no, no, disregard all the bodies on the floor, just, like, let's get fucked up, and immediately was like, oh, no, we should check, like, figure out what's going on, nah, me and my hoe over here are gonna do the humpity bumpity, he said fucking humpity bumpity, okay, fuck that guy. Yeah, he was ready to go. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Yeah, he was garbage. So, at first, I wrote Yui Bull. That's my least favorite character. But then, I, now I think about it, he's not my least favorite character. He tried. He, I don't know what his issue is with movies. They just don't do good. But... Well, I think it's distribution and advertising. Yeah. If we have learned anything over the course of the pandemic, the success of any movie is directly related to its advertising and how much money the studios are willing to put into the advertising budget and promotion of it. You're right. So I went with, honestly, all the dudes except Kirk, honestly. Everybody's kind of poop. Even Rudy, he wasn't, I didn't really care about him living. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, Alicia was, she was annoying, but she was a know-it-all, but at least she wasn't as bad as the guys. Yeah, so, I didn't really care so about her Rudy, either. Rudy was like a like a an F list Andrew Garfield. Yeah, it was like somebody described Andrew Garfield, <laughs> and then an amateur police sketch drew Andrew Garfield, and then they cast this guy. <laughs> this amateur Peter Parker sketch. <laughs> It really was like he he had like faint inklings of yeah. Andrew Garfield like in the way that he they dressed him and oh, the way, his hair his, yeah, hair, his mannerisms yeah. it was very like I'm trying to be like Andrew Garfield but I'm like the dollar general version of Peter of oh, yeah. Andrew Garfield. Oh yeah. So yeah, all the dudes except Kirk, they were all pretty poop in this movie. To, which is to be expected. They're all college boys. Oh yeah. So like, oh yeah. Eh. So Let's do seven-word synopsis. So I have a couple. Uh, my first one is, we're going to do the humpity-bumpity, baby. Gross. <laughs> uh, my second one, Yui Bowl should get his ass kicked. And then, instead of star wipes, it's zombie wipes. <laughs> Need to change the scene? Just have a zombie on screen go, brr. Z-wipes. Z-wipes, baby. <laughs> Katie? Uh, okay. The use of game mechanics was awesome. Yes. I really, really, like I said already, I really liked the way that this movie took the different things that were unique about the House of the Dead. I mean, unique-ish, like Area 51, House of the Dead, Time Crisis. Took the things that were unique about that shoot 'em up style game and incorporated it into the movie. We have never had another movie do that, a shoot 'em up movie that does that. Yeah. That I've seen, anyways. Did they make a Time Crisis movie? No, unfortunately not. I mean... That hardcore Harry. 
that game, it's it's all first person like that. Yeah, but it, uh, yeah, that's a little different. Yeah, it's all shaky and shit. Because at least those video time crisis and all that wasn't shaky as fuck. No, it was straightforward. You were just walking through and like glancing. Fucking time. Hardcore crisis, Henry man. just like fucked your day up. I want that so bad. Uh, okay, and then my second one was makeup and cinematography deserved a better cast. Yes. The yeah, I can't praise the cinematography of this movie enough. Like. You know, cheesy 2003 as much as it is, they were doing some really cool shit even for 2003. Like, they were kind of crushing it. And makeup was incredible. The zombies looked just incredible. They were doing fucking work. There was like one instance where the there was like a CGI zombie that like kind of popped out at, at you or... It, it, like, jumps at one of the characters. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, that's really bad. Like, that CGI has aged really bad. But that was the only one. All the rest of it, I think, did great. Like, we watched it on YouTube. And I, you couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. If you had told me this movie was from 2019 and just was, like, a low-budget 2019 film, yeah. I would have agreed with you. But I said, yeah. Save for that one zombie that weirdly pops out that was clearly, like, you know, 2002 clip art. Everything else was fucking great. Yeah. And the, yeah, the makeup was just stunning. It, what I've learned with movies that maybe not even the budget is as big. It's just maybe it's just, it's lifeblood is that it's a a low grade horror movie. You know, it's not a, you know, a big triple A movie. Something's going to suffer. Either the actors are really good and then like, damn, the graphics sucked balls, but the actors were amazing in this film. You gotta, or You got to pick and choose where you're putting your money. Yeah. Or it's like, damn, this movie looked amazing, but they just grabbed people off the street and yeah. told them like, hey, say this line real quick. Thank yeah. you. And then they just ran off. And yeah. it's like, for some reason, it's hard to make an equal just movie when it's not triple A everything. So... Uh, they, and he, sometimes you get the worst of both worlds. Oh, yeah. Like, Sharkinsaw Women's Prison Massacre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> horrible was... graphics. Horrible acting. Hilarity. Yeah, that was just rough to be rough. <laughs> it was rough. It was rough to be rough. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was an adventure. Yeah. So, uh, The Minority Kill Count. Karma and Liberty. It's the only two I can think of. So now we're at 208. There might have been more, but we didn't, like, fine-tooth comb yeah. the party scene. Oh, yeah. There people. was probably at least three more people. But I'm mean, going to count those. But yeah. we are at 208 and a Tito Turtle. For the 208th episode. How right. great. We right. fucked up and it worked out. Right? It just It just <laughs> It just works. works. <laughs> like Todd Howard would say about Skyrim. It just works. So, House of the Dead. The Dead Walk. You run. That's a tagline. So, this bad boy came out October 10th. I don't hate it. 2003. What do you think the budget for this awesome movie was? I have no idea. So, I guessed one and a half dollar dues. 1.5 dollar dues. Not bad. Where are you going? The budget was 12 dollar dues. How the fuck? Um. D- 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 how? This is the first step to a movie not working when you have Damn Yui it. Bowl involved. I'm telling you, there is a... Damn it. 12? Yeah. I mean, okay. See... There are steps to no, how you No, okay. See, I... I can see where he spent the 12 million. Like, oh, yeah. I, I can see it. 
The reason my number is so low is because, well, two things. One, the acting is straight atrocious and none of these people have ever been heard of ever except that one guy who was in Adam Sandler films. Yeah. And uh, the, oh my gosh, what was I going to say? The And the time period. It's 2003. Like, it's 2003. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2003. <laughs> but Every, no. Everything was cheaper then. Significantly cheaper. Yeah. Uh, some of the films that he got, some of the bigger ones quotation mark uh i forgot which one it might have been in the name of the king he got 60 dollar dues to do that movie i would be really interested (laughs) to like hand let's say jordan peele 12 million oh make house of the dead or james gunn Ooh, here's 12 million make house of the dead But he only gets twelve million. I think James Gunn would make the James Gunn would make the better all around, more higher grossing film. But Jordan Peele would make it scary as fuck. Oh yes, Jordan Peele would like it would be hella scary, like true to the game, like jump out of your seat, scary. Oh definitely. Uh, But James Gunn would call in all his favors, and he'd have. There would be a ton of A-list names the 12 in that million cast for those probably 12 million. Ju- no, the 12 million would probably just be for the soundtrack. Oh, the rights to the soundtrack? Yeah. <laughs> and he would just be like, please be in my movie for a couple of minutes, please. Michael Rooker, you're in all my movies. Can you please do this real quick? I mean, he'd do it and his brothers would do it for free. But I- I'm sure, he- like, I think he'd probably use, like, a third of the, like, $4 million for the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. $4 million for the cast. And four million for makeup. Yeah, he could get Nathan Fillion there. That's his buddy too. There's a lot of people that are his buddies. Like James Gunn's got the connections. Put, yeah. put John Cena in it. Oh, Cena would do it too. Yeah. Just <laughs> fucking everybody. Like James Gunn's friends with everybody. Not that Jordan Peele isn't. No. But there are a ton of people that would do that for him too. Just like Kevin Smith, he calls in his favors for his movies, and he's like, "How do you been like Ben Affleck in this movie?" He's like. Hmm. Give asked. Kevin Smith $12 million to put on one of these films. That'd be fucking good. House of the Dead by Kevin Smith. Oh, I'd dude. watch it. I'd watch the fuck out of okay. it. Okay. Here's a new idea for a reality show, guys. <laughs> okay. Like, some studio somewhere. I don't give a fuck who it is. Warner Brothers, Disney. I don't care. Okay. They allot a specific amount of money to produce a film based on a pre-existing thing. That, like, all of the all of these directors are all going to make the same film with the same budget. Let's see what the fuck happens. Oh, I want to see Tarantino's version. Yeah. If we do like, that. Yeah, like, Jordan, <laughs> oh, Robert Rodriguez? Jordan Peele, Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino, uh, James Gunn, just fucking, like, every... Taika Waititi, we're going to get all these different directors. John Favreau, I think. John Favreau, we're going to give them all, here's $10 million... Please give me uh, House of the Dead. Please give me Area 51. All five, all ten of you gotta make give me an Area 51 movie with your ten million dollars. If you go over budget, you lose. Oh, I'd watch that. And you know who wins? The audience. The fucking fans. That's, Everybody, that's because we get ten fucking like time crisis films or 10 area 51 films and they'll all have a different twist they'll all have different casts it'll (laughs) like 
That'd be so Where good. is this show? Yeah. Like, as I hate, okay, I hate when films, like two films that are the same come out at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Like. Hercules. Hercules and Hercules. And White House Down. White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. Like, I don't like when that, because they didn't talk to each other, there was no communication there. There was no, like, oh yeah, this is the plan. But imagine if it was all from one studio. If they released it as, like, a show. Like, okay, you don't have to do a full, like, two-hour movie, hour-and-a-half movie. You get 60 sec or sixty minutes. You get an hour-long movie, basically like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. And we're going to create a whole season that is just time crisis. And the first one, Quentin Tarantino, 60 minutes, makes a time crisis movie. Jordan Peele, 60 minutes, gets a time crisis movie. Like, God, that would be so yeah. fucking good. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. You yeah. get 10 different versions of this beautiful story, and I, every person would come out different. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah, man. You could form alliances. Like, you make a real reality <laughs> show. Like, you could form alliances, and, like, Quentin Tarantino and Rob Rodriguez combine their money, and they do one together. Yeah. Both of them, oh, $20 million. Dollars, and they would, like, it'd be so cool. Hey, trademark, trademark. That's our idea. <laughs> trademark, 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 trademark. It'd be so cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. So, oh, I uh, watched the shit out of that. What do you think the box office was? Oh, fuck. We're still on that. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, now I feel bad because I went extra low. Fuck it. Uh, $300 dollary dinks. 300 I get where your head was at, but... Dollary dinks. It made, it made a dollary do. Oh. Uh, it made a few dollary do's. 138 Dollary dues. Nice. 1.8 over its budget? Okay. Not yeah. great, but yeah. also not horrible. <laughs> not as horrible as I said. Fuck. Yeah. So later films... $300,000. Yeah. Later films, he gets a little more money and the same amount here. And he gets like 60 and, and the, the same, same amount, amount here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Around 15. That's kind of his bread and butter of how much money he can get out of mm-hmm. movies. But then they keep giving him more money to try. They're like, oh, here's 60 Make it make it work. I got that. They're like, fuck, we lost money. <laughs> so that's why no one wants to give them shots because it's like, you're going to lose money. It, it might be a good movie, but you're going to lose money doing it. So uh, he has been uh, financing his own movies. He does uh, what Kickstarters and stuff. But then he said he wants to get deals with companies because he's tired of financing his own movies because he ain't making no money off of them. But Netflix is like, nah, I'm good. And everybody's like, nah, I'm all right. So no one wants to give him a shot because he probably ain't going to make money off of it. So, You know who's House of the Dead movie I really want to see? Huh. The guys who did Kung Fury. Oh, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. That'd be really good. Yeah. They need to get their second one out. David Hasselhoff theme. Right. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, do you have anything else to say about House of the Dead? It was good. I'm shitting on the acting a lot, but it wasn't wasn't that bad. We've definitely watched worse acting. Yeah, yeah, we've we've seen worse. And like I said at the beginning, as far as the story goes, like if you're not super duper attached to the video game, this will be just fine. This is like your run of the mill zombie film, and it's really I think some of the shots are really fucking cool. Yeah, it's not a make or break story wise. Just it's a prequel. That's what they how they get away with everything that they do in it. They're like, oh, it hadn't happened yet. So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess, maybe. So uh, with that, that is the end of this episode. So do you have any other cool fun fact about zombie 
video game adaptations. Like, they need to make a Left 4 Dead fucking movie. I would pay all the money for that. You can tweet us at Alan Trump. We have an email, it is Alan Trump presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Alan Trump presents. So, the music you're listening to right now, that is Flip and the Combined Effort. Flip in the CE anywhere you can search for it. The Studio Feet says, Thank you so much for the artwork. I need to talk to <laughs> Need some more artwork, so need a Christmas one. Um, yeah, so that is officially. The end of Zombie Month. Good God. Uh, hopefully we can count Saturdays. The Sorry, right it's way. out of order. Hey, alright. I'm going to squeeze it in. So just number one. I don't know how it's going to work. Whatever. It'll work. <laughs> It'll work. You it's won't smart. even know we fucked up. But we Except told you. 75 times we told you. Yeah. So it's fine. It's fine. But no. No. Seriously. Thank you for, for being here. Our numbers are getting good you get these crazy jumps and listens and stuff like that so keep telling your friends it's, it's fun no seriously and if you have anything you want to tell us like seriously get, send an email or a message and we'll, we'll read it off yeah tweet at us we'll talk to you yeah we'll, we'll say something and if you want to be on an episode it, trust me that's not the hardest thing you could easily be on an episode so yeah thanks zoom right so uh, like always thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week with a science fiction horror movie okay bye guys bye i just want to be the bloody hand for left for dead like can i just be that hand model oh it'd be so fucking cool